Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes and I'm joined as always by a guy with a real good perspective on things, Gary Butterfield. I don't know what this voice is, but I'm stopping it right now. I'm good. I I thought we were going to do the whisper, like for the whole thing. Uh, We're all going to be like half whisper, half Alex Jones or whatever. No, that's the... Uh, he's got a yeah. good perspective. We're doing all uh, sorts yeah. of weird Alex Jones hybrid play today. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an Alex Jones tar. I'm Gary from the waist up and Alex Jones from the waist up from the waist down. Okay. So you're kind of, uh, what I'm getting in my head is, uh, you know, that game, the void from the pathologic people, mm-hmm. uh, one of the brothers from that. Yeah. Real similar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gary, I gotta tell you, actionary shithead. So yeah. Yeah, mm, half and a <laughs> tiny percentage extra. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's Gary, true. I got to warn you, I got a cough coming. I'm not sure when it's going to be here, but I can feel it okay. brewing in my chest. You can feel it coming in the air tonight. Coughing in the air tonight. Coughing in the air tonight. I love that feeling of a of an impending cough. It's like a sort of Damocles, <laughs> the item, mm. over our podcast. Yeah. Bring it back. Oh, man. I, I, oh man, I, Gary! I went to I went to the, the, zoo, to the zoo. Yeah, you went to the magic show. We are children. We are fucking I, children. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I bet you uh, the zoo did not almost give you a panic attack like the magic show almost gave me. Uh, I mean, I I have panic attacks uh, when Olivia tosses her very soft uh, COVID mask by my face when I'm not expecting it, like mm. she's tossing it back into the car. Uh, while I'm getting out, and I did have a panic attack from that. So let's not. Let's not. I I have panic a panic attacks. attack on the fucking daily, man. Well, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> we don't so, talk. We talk all the time. You just never told me that. Um, yeah. Well, maybe I didn't feel safe enough to tell you that until you aw. were ready to open up to me about your fear of the magic man. I the professor in his special ropes. I wish it was the professor in his special ropes. Uh. No, one of the uh, uh, magic men. It's like one yeah, of Gary. Them. Let's okay. Let, Gary, let's remember it. that this show is being broadcast to people who uh, aren't just me who talks to you offline. Okay, I went to and a magic had a show. long conversation with you. Yeah, I went to a magic show. It is uh, eight years ago. I went to a magic show called the All American Magic Show. It is the only standing magic show in Portland, which is a major American city. So it's pretty. Check weird. the archives, true believers. Check Smile the archives. <laughs> the. Uh, and uh, it was the most like regressive racist thing I'd seen in Portland, uh, full of very awkward moments and racism. And one of the magicians being a little skeevy with like kids. Okay. You know, uh, it was, it was pretty rough. Uh, and then I'm running through that. I'm running that, what you just said back through my libel filter that I always have on because of okay. work. And I think we're still good. Okay. Whew. Uh, lo and behold, the Lloyd center mall, another dying mall in Portland has had yeah so this was this was previously located at mall 205 the yes. mall you only go to because the dmv is there extremely depressing mall mall 205 i have spent a, a lot of time at mall 205 it. yeah it's got yeah. a per- gary it's got a great target next <laughs> to it let's not let's not short target short sell yeah uh attached to there, it there's a baja fresh across the parking lot near yep. the home depot it's not so bad uh, but again, you're only really probably, oh, there's a Bed Bath & Beyond there that's perfectly fine there, too. All, the, all that but, stuff actually closed down recently. You, it's yeah. just the Target now. The mall part is is dead. Yeah. You uh, only go there because it's also, for inexplicable reasons, 
where the largest uh, DMV in Portland is. Yes. If you don't want to go downtown, this is the other option. It sucks. Uh, in Lloyd Center Mall, which used to be by my house, I found out that they had been do- they're doing a thing like that mall was dead or dying. Like half the stores closed down and such. Yeah. Lloyd Center recently announced it was going bankrupt. Lloyd Center was not that long ago. A nice mall. It has an Wait, ice. Here, it has an ice hockey rink. It's nice. Still has an not hockey ice skating, but still has. That. I I think you could probably uh, play ice hockey out there. It's not the right shape. You'd have to bring your no own goals. Size. I Gary, I don't think that there's a regulation shape for hockey rinks. I think any you know, ice structure. Uh, <laughs> challenge me with I, your deep knowledge of hockey. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I want to tell you you're definitely wrong. Yeah, but I can't. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm very trained to just accept people's opinion on sports similar to colors. Yeah. Um, Lloyd Center is doing a thing that I think is pretty cool where they're taking this interior mall space and instead of just like tearing it down and trying to rezone this gigantic nightmare of infrastructure, they're renting the places out to local businesses for like affordable rates. Sure. So for example, uh, Floating World Comics is now in Lloyd Center. Floating World Comics is my favorite Portland comic store. Uh, it's real good, full of weird indie shit, like, you know, great dudes. You like it more uh, than that, that basement, in- uh, that we all, I've almost okay. died in when going down into future dreams. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't like it more than future dreams. No, future dreams is really future good. Dreams. Future dreams feels like you yeah. walked into a 60 year old nerd's brain. Yes. It's, um, it's very moldy in there. <laughs> it's uh, very, it's very like black yeah. mold risk. Uh, for a shopping experience and that's what i like about it first time i went in standing water love it um so but now there's like a record store there there's all these kind of cool little businesses including we walked by the all-american magic show which i thought was just dead yeah you know so you'd think covid would kill that i am fucking amazed at that this lived through covid like and Um, and again for people who have not heard your previous conversations about this this is a a kiosk where they sell magic kits and then attached to it is some sort of space where they do a magic show. Yes. So the magic uh, show is just advertisement for the kiosk, essentially. It's, they spend a lot of time doing that. It is way too long. It's two hours. Uh, and I, you might be asking which one I'm describing. It's, it didn't change, it's which two, is fucking nuts. It's two hours? It's more than two hours. I saw uh, Penn when, and Teller in Vegas, dude, and they do 90 minutes, and it was enough magic for me that's, for the decade. That is, uh, 90 minutes is a good amount of magic. This is too much magic. Uh, I'm and, guessing they're not doing necessarily what might be called Penn and Teller, Penn or Teller level quality tricks, even the one. There's two guys. Mm-hmm. The other One guy seemed like a Tim Kydecker character. He's the more premier magician. He's open for blues traveler. That is a fucking powerful phrase. The more <laughs> premier magician. <laughs> he is the more premier. He did a residency with Sammy Hagar at, at Cabo San Lucas. Okay. Gary, he I talks can't, about Cabo a lot. I can't tell when you're joking. The, I, the line I'm between not, reality. I will say about magic or magicians will be fake okay. from this point on. Yeah. I is... wish I was lying at this shit, dude. I, like I said I almost had a panic attack. It was <laughs> significantly less funny. The last time. So he, the funny thing about him seven years ago was that he had barely contained rage at his horrible tech problems. Uh Uh-huh. The rage is now gone. The tech problems aren't. (laughs) Everyone was still fucking up every music cue and his wireless microphone was constantly feeding back. He just had been in therapy or something. Yeah, he's achieved equanimity. (laughs) 
he's fine. He was professional. His tricks were better. They're not great, I but they're f- better. I float within an you know, ocean of mediocrity, and I accept it. That's exactly. He is like, I am a mid, and I am comfortable being a mid. Mm-hmm. The other guy who doesn't just do magic, but also does ventriloquism and balloon animals, uh, he, way worse, almost certainly drunk. Okay. And yelled at the children a lot. <laughs> Uh, enough to where it was very upsetting to me. What's he yelling at the children about? Uh, One kid early on in the show. So both magicians do a half hour set. Okay. What's the other? Okay. okay, I was about to say, what's the other hour? That's they they, they ping pong. So much shitty magician, mediocre magician, shitty magician, mediocre magician. And then they offer to let you take pictures with them and everyone left. That's so the shitty magician. much magic, dude. It's way too fucking much magic, dude. We went there. The show started at 2. I had to pee. I, by the time I found a bathroom, it was, two, it was 4.30. Yeah. Uh, so shitty magician, sweaty, poodle-haired guy. Very early on in his first set, a kid said he knew how to do the trick. Oh, no! And no! This, this sent the warlock into a rage. And, and he spent the whole time, whenever kids would talk to each other... Being saying that's very rude. I understand that you know how to do the trick. Just sit there and be happy that you know how to do it. Stop ruining it for all the other kids. <laughs> and this happened, and I am not again no lies in this zone. Ten times over two sets, <laughs> one hour, roughly every six minutes. And from where we were sitting, we could not hear the the kids talking. So the magician who is doing his horrible patter would just stop halfway through to yell at kids seemingly randomly in the middle of a sentence, the same yelling, the same subject, uh, 10 times. I was like, Liv was like, are you okay? Like, I was like white knuckle about it. It was making me so uncomfortable that he wouldn't stop yelling at these kids. Uh, and he's just, they're doing fucking ventriloquism and balloon animals. Like, was this not the register of audience you were looking for, man? Uh, what the fuck, dude? Oh, man, <laughs> like, Gary, there is so much here to unpack. <laughs> First off, first official Guppy t-shirt, and then the warlock flew into a rage. <laughs> yeah. There's there's so much more to unpack. I was trying to make notes of it in my head so uh-huh. I wouldn't forget things for podcasts. Like, for example, instead of a row of chairs like you might have at a theater, we had a bunch of rolling dining chairs that had been zip-tied together. <laughs> what do you mean rolling dining chairs? What's a rolling dining chair? It's like a dining, like a padded dining chair, not quite an office chair, but with big casters on it. Oh, so we could we could roll as a row, but we couldn't individually roll. <laughs> like, um, God, yeah, it's a. I thought and check this out. Incredibly guppy thing happened. Totally real. So we were we were poking around the magic shop. That's where I took those pictures. Sure. While we were doing that, a man with a ventriloquist dummy walks up to the counter and introduces himself. I think, obviously, oh, this is the ventriloquist. They're not going to do the same show as last time with the shitty ventriloquist. They've got a new ventriloquist. We get into the thing. We watch those people sit down. They're sitting down in the VIP section. Uh, now a uh, young lady's holding the ventriloquist dummy. Um, Liv says, "What you know? what's going on with that dummy? And I make fun of my girlfriend thinking, like, wait, hold up. Like, you don't think that's part of the show? Like, you think that ventriloquist dummy is just here? She was fucking right. 
Like someone just brought a ventriloquist dummy to see the magic show and it had nothing to do with the performance. I I did not make it through that fucking bus crash. Like it was one of the most I have definitely died and I am a Jacob's ladder like afternoons of my life. So just over off to the side. Yep. Just in a man and a woman and the woman has the dr- the dummy on her lap. And I'm going to say this. It's going to sound mean to to the people who were there who were performing, and I want it to. They were normals. Like, the dude looked like okay. a CrossFit guy, and the lady looked like just like a college student. You know? Like, they didn't have that magician, like, I'm wearing a shirt with flames on it, libertarian starter yeah. kit. Did the stuff. dude in the shop, did the dude introduce himself as a ventriloquist? He introduced himself by his name. Okay. To the To the guy running the gift shop. And I thought he was like, hey, I'm here. Where do I get backstage? Like, that would make sense. Sure. You know, but he was introducing himself because he had VIP seats for him, a lady, and the ventriloquist dummy they brought to watch the magic show. That's. I'm I'm you've really fucked me up here, Butterfield. I was I was reeling for like two hours afterwards. I had to come home and like get aftercare. It was it I, was not okay. <laughs> like my brain is trying to create logical scenarios for. Oh, maybe like maybe he's selling them the dummy afterward, and he doesn't have a case. But fuck. Liv Liv thinks uh, that he was holding it for the girl because the girl was a little bit younger, and she was just like the kind of weirdo who brings a ventriloquist dummy everywhere, like a young theater girl. That was Liv's That's theory. Positing a really weird person, though. Well, I think that weird person is given at this point. I don't. I, I think. Yeah, we're past but you were the, there, like, and you're relatively normal. Yeah, I. Uh, but I, I did realize I'd made a huge mistake partway through. Yeah. So no. You, like, just, you realize that the the ironic magic show was maybe not the place you should be. If it had been a new ironic magic show, I would have been a pig and shit. The yeah. fact that it was the same ironic magic show. And it didn't seem like they had practiced since I saw them last. Like they were fucking things up constantly. That's wild to me that they're doing this show every week and they're still fucking it up both technically and on the magic. Once a month. Once. Okay. But but it's. That makes sense. It's super fucking sad. So like, remember on the stream, I was talking about the last time I went, uh, the balloon artist guy, balloon animal guy created a life-size balloon motorcycle. And they auctioned it off to a kid. Uh, and the kid was like, what the fuck do I, I do with this? I knew that it was, I, I didn't think I knew it was life size. Oh, yeah. It's the, you could ride it if it were a motorcycle and not a bunch of balloons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this time, uh, he did the same thing, which was mind blowing to me because like, it conjures the image of him alone in his garage, like sitting cross-legged on the floor, creating a motorcycle out of balloon animal balloons. Uh, but he gave it to like an adult who was like pretty into it. So there are like subtle differences, but the, the, the show was the same. It wasn't as yeah. funny as a kid being like, what the fuck do I do with this? It was like a doll who was like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, who's this guy? All right. Yeah. It was I'll, all this I'll ride this home. But I died. Cause he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll have it out for you in the lobby and we can take pictures with you, if you want. And he's like, all right. I'm like, what do you mean? All right. Yeah. And then yeah, <laughs> what the fuck dude. And we, we will reveal uh, at the end of this week, whether Gary did die or not. I am still waiting to find out. Uh, just, yeah, I'll let you know. Okay, thank you. We got the test results. If you can just hear static whenever I talk, then, you know. Yeah. Probably not uh, hey, Gary, it. it's Birdseye. 
Oh, it is bird's eye. Yeah, I I was thinking about canceling this week and just doing a I tell you about a magic show special. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we can work it in. We, we, can we work did, it in. like because we haven't gotten to everything or anything like that. Um, no, 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 and yeah. I have more questions than thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Gary, this is bird's eye. It's good. Uh, it causes Isaac to uh, sometimes fire a flame alongside the tear. The flame basically works like the red candle flame. Uh, it does quite a bit of damage mm-hmm. uh, four times the first time it hits an enemy, and then it diminishes as it get, takes hits until it's only doing double damage, which is still really good. It's weirdly really good, be- and it's the same thing as Ghost Pepper. Like, they changed Ghost Pepper to be red flames, and this to be, or Ghost Pepper to be blue flames, and this yeah. to be red flames. They used to be the same, uh, basically. But there's another item that does this as well. And they synergize, yeah, they increase your a- chance, but it's real weird that they're just kind of two duplicate items that make you cry fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is basically just a nice DPS increase, especially against anything that doesn't move around a lot. Yeah. Yeah, wonderful against the super bosses because flames will eat tears. So yep. if you have a high luck and you're fighting Hush, this will do tons of defensive work for you as well. Um, yeah, I love it. This is a great item. Sorry, still shook. Uh, yeah, just... oh, and it, and it's named after uh, a kind of uh, pepper. Yeah, a delicious pepper. It's a cultivar of the species Capsium anum, commonly found in Southeast Asia. Yeah, like a, a chili pepper, like a good, delicious, you know, Thai chili pepper, as opposed to a ghost pepper, which is a nightmare. Uh, it does not taste good. Uh, and Gary, if people enjoy your tales of magical woe, uh, what should they do? Uh, they go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. It's the only way I'm going to be able to go off and sacrifice myself for dumb fucking experiences to talk about on podcast. Uh, yeah, plus you need to subsidize uh, Abject Suffering, which uh, we scooped on this one. We definitely scooped on this one, but I also still have to tell Cole about it, and he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. So I got to figure out another way to package all these same facts. Yeah, just <laughs> send him a letter, I have, dude. I have a friend who went to a juggling show. Um, you can also leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. Oh, I did see a loose juggalo on the street today. It was exciting. Oh, well, you're at the uh, zoo. Just one... One, no, just on the way home. Oh. Uh, just loose juggalos standing on a street corner. Amazing. Uh, she looked very put together, other than being a juggalo. It's not like a, like a juggalo, job interview juggalo. You know, she was she was wearing a nice dress, and she just was yes, also wearing uh goth clown makeup. Yeah, hatchet man clown makeup. I guess, I guess she could have been a Slipknot Kateer. Yeah, yeah. I I, don't, I can't tell the evil clown bands apart very well. Yeah. Uh, hey, this is a this is a Gibraltar uh, review hey, from Podcast Addict. Gary has mentioned before he wished for the superpower to touch a book or piece of media and instantly know all of its contents. Gary, did you know that Will already has this power? It's called reading wiki synopses. Uh, would you like to respond at this point? Because I have an if then statement here to to do. Are we? How in the review are we? Is this? Are you still reading? We're about halfway. Words? Th- or, we are still in the review. I'm not saying any of Jabrader's words okay. right now. Uh, I have instructions to wait for a response. From God, I understand. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> I have a strong okay. feeling about that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. What What is your strong feeling? I, I don't have a strong feeling about it. Oh, okay. Good. If Gary argues the point, I disagree because instantly reading a book wouldn't give you the experience of reading it because he said himself, your mental state can change your view on the media. The superpower would just be stop time to read a book at that point. But Gary, you successfully avoided Gibraltar's trap card. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thus, you are the winner of this episode of Everything to Guppy. Congratulations, uh, everything to you, Gary. Yeah. yeah. 
I, uh, everything to bl- my blue eyes, white dragon. I, 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 only thing I know about Yu-Gi-Oh is prop card and that the characters uh, have horrible haircuts, but I, I don't, uh, let me give you a couple millennium puzzle, Seto Kaiba, blue eyes, white dragon. Good night. And now you must kill the person. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh... I won't get investigated by the secret service. Cause I muttered the words. That's great. Uh, that, that's a, uh, it's a reason why Elvis never got arrested by them. <laughs> that's uh, true. Plus <laughs> he was like oh, friends hey, with Nixon. Hey, Nixon, I'm going to kill you, man. Nixon, I want to be. Hey, Nixon, I'm a, I'm a skinny line, man. Put me in the, put me... <laughs> Gary, do we both have really good Elvises? This is how <laughs> Dueling we Elvises. Hey, man, yeah. You, uh, you want to get on? I'm going to. You, you got to keep it out of the Boomhauer zone, bud. It's, they're very similar. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast. Hi. Hello. We're always so rude. We say hello, you know, we say hello, and the other guy doesn't say hello back. Oh, hello. Oh, I guess that's true. Oh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, salutations and welcome. Greetings. To- <laughs> Greetings. I am a skeleton lich. Uh, Eat fresh. It is the Binding of Isaac podcast called Everything to Guppy. We talk about items, trinkets, and bosses, and, and magic shows. And magic shows. Uh, I am Gary Butterfield, and with me, as always, is a man who. Needs to drink more water because his cum has calcified. Will Hughes. Yeah, Gary. Uh, I don't know how you knew that, but you you got it in one. That is got my current me- current biggest medical ailment. Yeah, it's a it's a bad one too. It's like a reverse boa constrictor every time. Like you gotta yeah get it out, get the yayas out. Saw a boa constrictor today because I went to the zoo. Yeah, I, that's right. I would have could have I saw the juggalo there, but no, yeah. no, yeah, weird. I know. Nothing funny happened at the zoo, unfortunately. Mm. It was just a nice time with friends. Yeah, but. they're very nice. Where do who'd you go with? Yeah. Oh, uh, my buddy Kevin, my Minecraft buddy Kevin. Oh, nice. And his family. For some reason, I assumed it was you and Olivia. Oh, Olivia was there as well. Oh, okay. Uh, Kevin and his lovely wife and lovely children uh, were coming up from Albany, and they invited us to join. Nice. Yeah, I love the zoo. It, it was nice. Mm-hmm. You went nice and early before the heat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smart. Talked a lot about Minecraft with uh, Kevin's son. Oh, that's awesome. I love talking to a kid a about a Minecraft. mutual passion. Like my, mm-hmm. my friend Noah's kids uh, are into Pokemon, so I get to talk to them about Pokemons. And they mostly come to at it from the card game. So I'm like, yeah, I like a, you know, a, a Snorlax. And they're like, Snorlax sucks because uh, it's from a card game perspective. They treat it like I'll I treat Monster Train. So. The last conversation I had with another human being before my fiance died was a kid who flagged me down on the recess yard to tell me about the Skylanders he had made up. Oh, that is that is a perfect, perfect detail. Perfect blue sky day, 70 degrees out. Kids just like, yeah, I made some some Skylanders uh, and just rattled them off. And I was like, awesome, man. And that was the last happy moment of my life. Oh, that's bleak. Uh, <laughs> that's bleak yeah, that's Gary we're talking about lodestone today of course the, the lodestone around your soul uh yeah <laughs> I've had happy moments since then I'm happy now it's just a happiness tinged by a I've, I've seen you being happy. awareness of death yeah I've seen yeah. You. I've I've seen it I've witnessed it 
Do you remember when Cole talked about his made up bar that him and his friends were? Gary, are we gonna, are we importing the whale shamrock onto <laughs> into this show because we're desperate to have more people know about it? Just when we need it, like if we're ever feeling sad, yeah. because that's how I use it at home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I just think about them. About him drawing a logo for the fake yeah. bar he and his theater nerd fuckers I can't believe it was a made fake up bar. and then pretended to go to go a to. TGI Fridays. Yes, and go there and pretend, in my mind, they're drinking Cokes, but they're pretending they're brews. And they're yeah. roping the waitress in on it. So they're like, yeah, give me give me a tall one. <laughs> She's like, okay, another Coke. Uh, <laughs> just, tall Diet Coke, yeah, got it. Give me a, yeah. Uh, just like, yeah, and yeah. if none of this makes sense, you need to subscribe to the premium that, that, to listen to the Sonic 2 Abject Suffering. That is a good, or adaptation to good use of $10, I think. Uh, maybe not if that's the only thing you got, you know, but you get you can go back and listen to the first Sonic one, which provides a lot of uh, needed context and is also a hoot, in my opinion. And a holler. A hoot and a holler. Uh, a dime or a dollar. All it's right. adaptation decay. Yeah, Gary, let's be slightly more responsible this time yeah. and talk about the item before we get into the bullshit. Okay. Uh, this is real good. This is like a good version yeah, the, of uh, Stranger Tractor. Yeah, this is Lodestone, hence Gary's joke about uh, my uh, cum loads yeah, you're petrified, turning into rocks. petrified sperm. Yeah, your Medusa dick yeah. that you got going on. Medusa dick. Yeah. Medusa. I'm Dave Medusa dick. Good to meet you. That's definitely something backwards. Like, that, that sounds like a palindrome joke mm-hmm. like medusa dick is also kidasama sam I, it is yeah, dem yeah gary went nowhere should you know you got to go into an alley to know if it's a blind alley it, huh 100 100 uh so medusa dick over here uh was telling us about the lodestone yeah, that's my nickname my friend austin uh, was called yeah. snail dick for a long time because he got an std that uh came from the root word for snail it was like muscicacolum or something so we called him snail okay. dick your buddy austin sounds like a real fucking mess <laughs> he's a real amazing specimen he stopped cutting his yeah. hair and beard so he looks like this awesome like sasquatch now it's amazing um yeah anywho gary the lodestone. lodestone uh so you know how there's that bad item strange attractor which causes i mean it's been fixed somewhat but it still causes enemies to uh be attracted to your tears yep uh which are coming out of you yes what if instead you could make your tears attracted and also everything else attracted to the enemy yes uh you infect the enemy with a status that makes them one of those tears so the enemies will stick to each other and bullets will automatically home in on them. Uh, their bullets will home back in on them. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is a this is a good kind of status effect week because the next step, the yeah, next yeah. item is also really good for that. Show. Really interesting. Yeah, like very good status effect week. These are three tier modifiers, all three of which are bangers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, so this is yeah, this is really good. It's both offensive and defensive. Mm hmm. You fire out these tiers like constantly, like it's luck based, but it's it maxes out at one hundred percent at five luck, which is yeah. not much. And at low luck, it's sixteen percent, and the effect doesn't stack. You only need to tag yeah. an enemy with one, and basically, you only have to tag one enemy to have a huge effect. Like, yeah, it'd be great to get this on multiple enemies. You get on one enemy though, it's going to affect the enemies around them and their bullets as well. So you know, you fire fire eight tiers you're almost guaranteed to get one of these and you can do that really quick really fast so um excellent i never get it uh, i'm i was looking forward to talking about this item because i wanted to see the quality of it uh which is three out of four mm-hmm. pretty high 
Um, I yeah. very rarely get this item. Um, yeah, I, I think I've probably gotten it once or twice. It's a it's an automatic unlock uh, in Repentance. Mm-hmm. So nothing you gotta you don't you don't gotta do nothing to get it. But the uh, yeah, it's a, in a treasure room. When you use this on Dogma, the boss, his sprites will get fuzzier as if he's being like degauzed by a magnet. Yeah, how fun is that? Like it's, Gary, uh, I w- it's it's. It's seven fun out of ten, bud, which is a pretty good time. The the level of little tiny details in this game are so good. Love the little details. So, Gary, I've been joke. I've we've been treating this like I've been joking about it. Yeah. Uh, even though I sincerely believe it, I would love for you as a person. I I was to real, pledge. Can I put a pause or pin real quick? It would yeah, have been, I yeah. thought you were going to shift back and be like, we've been treating this as a joke, but I sincerely have not been happy since that moment that a kid yeah. <laughs> just brought us back into that in a very serious way would have made me laugh. Uh, Gary, to be clear, I've been happy many times. It's just all of that happiness has been tinged by the uh, inescapable knowledge of death mm-hmm. in a very real and uh, close to me kind of way that the death of my father did not produce. Yeah. Uh, Better luck next but Gary, time, what Dad. I was going to say is that you should try to become a magician. Yeah. I, guess... I would like you to form, in my perfect world, I would buy a camera. You would formally pledge on the internet that within a year of your uh, next birth, uh, so by the time of your next birthday, you would be a good enough magician to do a show. And then I would film you getting good at it. It's a really fun and idea. That w- it's a very, it's an especially fun idea for me because I get a good time whether you fail or succeed. I don't know that failure is an option in this case. I feel like the the <laughs> doing that. The... <laughs> <laughs> I I just mean that doing it is the success. Like yeah, wh- whatever the failure is, like it would be. It doesn't have to be good magic to be a success. Like it would just be a funny thing to do. And, a, and an yeah. experience that'd be worthwhile because I like new experiences, you know, it's very tempting. I have a couple magic books. I, I bought a couple to, to kind of learn some basic stuff. Uh, and I've been trying to practice palming things, you know, uh, <laughs> 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 what did you expect to happen? just a wild thing to casually say in a conversation it's it's stage magic man it's a thing i respect a little bit less now but i used i still respect quite a bit Um, see that 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 is the thing is uh i think we could genuinely get like a heartwarming documentary out of this and i wouldn't have to mention how much i laughed during it (laughs) well it would make it pretty discouraging while i was trying you know, I don't. I think that that would make that make this much more difficult if uh, you just laugh. No, Gary. As time. soon as I've got skin in the game, I'll be positive about it. Yeah, I would need. I would need support. You know, this would this would have to be a Nathan yeah. Fielder esque thing where like you are the mastermind before it, but like you conspire and get live to do it, and then yeah. I'm like, I feel real safe with you, baby. Like I'll do it. You know, and then secretly <laughs> you're monitoring me, <laughs> just like hey, yeah. Hey. You know, like just set up cameras in your house, just God catching you doing your ventriloquism voices mm-hmm. and just trying, just trying to hide cards on your body. Just, 
I desperately wish I could. I was better at lying because it would be very funny now to reveal that the person who brought the ventriloquist dummy to the show was me. I know. <laughs> like, you had a name, me. Uh, like, yeah. on paper, you're such a cool dude. I, and then on knowing you, it's such a fucking <laughs> illusion. Yeah. Hey, we, we, that is a good use of the terminology. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I, I am now a better ventriloquist than the poodle haired shitbag magician who was yelling at kids. He wasn't even yeah. trying. Uh, his mouth was moving constantly. Um, like the easier idea would be to just film the sketch, right? Yeah. Just basically film exactly what you saw, but present it as a sketch. Yes. Yeah. What if, so I'm trying to think of the, uh, mm-hmm. the if I decide, to, <laughs> if I decide to pursue this idea with you, you know, cause mm-hmm. it, I, I agree that it has merit. I have to really, you know, prey on it and make sure that I'm comfortable, uh, with with that level of disdain from you, uh, you know, in a in a sustained way, like make sure that would not Again, actually touch once, my heart, you know. Yeah, I think I think once uh, I'm committed to the project, I think I can hide the disdain pretty well. <laughs> I think you might think you're better at that than you are. Um, so I'd have, I'd have to really check with that. Uh, but I was also thinking about like what the the medium is for it because visual makes the most sense. But I would feel self conscious about that. Like in any situation, you know, because we're, 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 I'm a podcaster for a reason, man. You know, it does edit. Nobody's I looking. I think it right. has to. I, it does I have to be visual. It has to be visual. Like wow. there's something about, you know, Gary, I think of you as a successful man. Like, uh, you know, oh, it yeah. is not easy to make a living no, in I, the world I, of podcasting, I, right? I, well, my upbringing, I'm a self-made man. Like I, I am. A, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I don't feel the emotion that humans call pride, but I think that it's, I do think about reality. And I think undeniably like that is true. But I do think that there is an immense poignancy to a 42 year old man whose childhood was ruined by poverty and indifference from adults and drug embracing abuse. and drug abuse embracing at 42, his desire to become a stage magician. <laughs> it's very funny. It, it's like a, a, it's funny, but it's also, it, I also feel it. Yeah. It's like, it, there's a feeling to that. <laughs> It's a, it is kind of beautiful. It's, it's like a, it's like a way worse version of when the guy by voices guy did that. He quit being a teacher to be a rock musician, except he's guided by, he's Robert Pollard. Like he got to be guided by voices. Whereas I yeah, would be doing become, like, a couple like foam ball things in front of Duckfest. Uh, <laughs> like, because, because becoming a rock musician is something that a cool person does. Yeah. Extremely cool. And stage magician magic, I think is cool. But I recognize that cool is an illusion. Like, there's no cool. It's just Nick's cool and Robert Pollard's cool. And I think, yeah. you know, but it's all it's all subjective, you know? So it's yeah, it's it's not very cool though. <laughs> I'll give it I'll give it that. Actually, I take it all back. It's not but subjective I, at all. It's it's not cool. I just think But Gary, I think the there's something cool about loving it while knowing it's not cool. And I think that's the core of American Magician, the, the Gary Butterfield story. The all American Magician. See if I can, yeah. I can recruit these guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Can I tell you uh, another uh, magic failure that happened during that? Yeah. Like awkward moment. Yes. The uh, so the good magician. None of the so a lot of times a magician. I, it, 
the this better. This is so hard on me because I am also <laughs> just really thinking about how I exactly I would write the sketch. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's. Because so many of these beats. Is this fucking incredible? Yeah, I understand dude. you know the trick. I understand you know the trick. <laughs> yeah. Listen, okay. I'm going to need you guys to be quiet, okay? It's very rude. And when you grow up, you'll be ashamed of this behavior. Um, <laughs> like, the, the, the better of the two magicians, not that guy. So, the, like, magician will start a story to do their trick, similar to a comedian or a joke. Sure. You know? uh, and yeah, he's doing like, a little patter. Doing a little patter. And he's like, I'm hungry. I need my lunch. You know? So, I'm like, hell yeah. Come Here comes some lunch magic. You know? Uh, he brought out a, a gigantic... <laughs> dick. <laughs> a oh, gigantic yeah. like yeah. reusable grocery bag okay yeah and he was doing the thing where you pull more stuff out of the bag than it seemed like it would fit uh-huh. but the bag was way too big so uh he was doing uh, uh handkerchiefs like tied together <laughs> Which is very uh-huh. funny because there's a huge grocery bag and then little boxes. But like the boxes would all fit in the fucking bag. But he kept pulling them out and giving them to his assistants, you know, in the with the cadence of this being impressive. Like the bag needed to be one tenth as big as it was for this to be even a little bit impressive. So imagine somebody on stage with dramatic music after saying, I'm ready to have lunch, just pulling like little plastic boxes out of a bag with no food in them. This has got nothing to do with food and, and ribbons. And then re- waiting for a reaction every time he just pulled something out of a bag on stage. Like it was the, the least magical thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I do not yeah, understand. Like uh, it's really bad. Like unpacking groceries. It was extremely, except it wasn't food. Groceries would make tons of sense given that it was lunchtime. Carrie, These were little plastic the only boxes. Issue with writing, the only issue with writing this up as a sketch would be that we would miss one of the key characters in this scenario, which is Gary Butterfield. He cut over me in the uh, Yeah, I don't, it's just because part of what makes it so good is that I can tell at every moment of this, you were ready to be wowed. I, wa- I, I like seeing a well-executed illusion. You were ready for lunch magic I was, and genuinely disappointed when you didn't get it. I was rubbing my belly and banging my fork and my <laughs> knife on the on the zip tied together chair. Give me lunch magic. Uh, no lunch magic came out. <laughs> Just sitting there like, well, that wasn't great, but I'm sure the next trick will really finally wow me. It, it was more like when something happened that wasn't absolutely fucking awful. I was like, huh. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, uh, that was it. No, nothing wild. I love is very bad. I love your guileless nature. Thank you. I there's something that you like that I was thinking about recently that was similar to my. And <laughs> I could thing. attack. No, no, well, not to attack, but I remember it being like, oh, like you know, this is, this is dumb and fake, but you like it. I'm trying to remember what it was. Like I was, I was prepared to attack, counterattack you about this. I thought I was going to feel more defensive. Oh, it was your romantic relationship with your partner. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. No. That's what. No. Um, no. no. Uh, if people like this show. Well, now I'm trying to think what I, what are the things I like that are undignified? Uh, sitcoms, clicker games. It might've been sitcoms. Like it might've been, that might've been what I was thinking of. It might've been like traditional sitcoms as being a thing I think is lower quality than stage magic. 
That is a wild assertion that we we've been going long on these, and I got to edit today, so I don't I don't know that I can litigate that particular one. But let's can I mark it in the record that that's a wild thing to say? Yeah, we'll let the we'll let the the audience decide. Yeah, and this Axel one, Ross. We'll, we'll we'll put this we'll put this one text magic to, uh, yeah, on this one. I I don't know if that was it. It might have been something else, but sure. Yeah, there's undignified things you like. Just like feverishly front rubbing, waiting them for the upload the synopsis of that like Chris Hemsworth secret agent movie. You know? Do you mean Men in Black? Yes. International? Yes. Yeah, but that's ironic. There's irony in that. Oh, okay. Uh if people like, I, I'm not doing that I'm not saying that as a protective thing. It's it's but there is a genuine like I do want to know what happens because I just like I like to know what, ha- like, what dumb twist someone's come up with. Yeah, I, but I, there is a certain kind of like hate watch component to that. The the element of just wanting to know what twist is in like the lowest form of it, lowest forms of entertainment, for the sake mm-hmm. of the twist. I don't know. I feel like that's pretty dorky. You think that's cool? I don't think it's cool. Yeah. Gary, uh, what should people do if they enjoy the show? <laughs> Got too real there for a second. Uh, go, to, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and leave us ratings reviews on Apple Podcasts and Podcast Addict. Uh, like this one left on Podcast Addict by Kevon. Hey, Grandma. We are doing really well. We're keeping busy and finally finished furnishing the uh, apartment. We should do a video chat to show you around. I'm glad the weather has finally cooled down enough for you to get on your walks again. And I'm happy that you were able to see Uncle David and Aunt Liz. I recently started German courses and look forward to actually being able to communicate when I go to the grocery store. It looks like it will be cool this week with some rain coming. Love you. And that was a five-star review. That was a great review. Very good review. Very good review. All of our grandmas are dead. Yep. I did a quick inventory. Yes. Yeah. The uh mine, 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 yeah. mine, wills, 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 wills dead. No grandmas unaccounted for. No looses. No loosies. No loosies. Yep. No loose loosies. <laughs> like that uh grandma boogie from it part two. Loose grandma on the loose. Good night. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined by a guy who's a real waka 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 flame, Gary Butterfield. I am a I'm a waka 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 flame. And the- See, Gary, what I did there was I took the um, Fozzie Bear's signature laugh yep. and combined it with the rapper who has a name that's kind of like that. Oh, Flocka Flame, right? I think it's Waka Flame. Oh, I don't know. Gary, we're not rap people. No, no. I It took a lot of my strength. We had open mic eagle on Bonfireside Chat, and I always want to mm-hmm. confess, like, when I don't know somebody's stuff very well. Like, I, yeah. you know, I, I and it took a lot of strength for me just not to, like, unprompted be like, I'm not a big hip-hop guy. Uh, yeah. Just, like, and I, I didn't. I managed not to. Uh, you know, and, and I think it was a good interview. Uh, and I listened to yeah. To congratulations until now. Thank you, thank you. I think I I think you would understand. I think I got a, a, a understanding with Mike. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to talk to him about they might be giants. It's his favorite band, and it's like yeah. Does it does like he not it. shorten his name to Open? I I, I call him Mike. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's correct call, or not. I call, either. I call I call him Mike. Timmy's Mike, uh, and he's gonna come on Days of Future Cast at some point. Nice. No. Did you do you want to invite him on to Guppy? Ooh. Gary, would you like to invite Open Mike Eagle onto Guppy? I mean, yes. I'm just I'm running through <laughs> the simulation in my head. Like, <laughs> yeah. How do you sell somebody on this? It's a lot of variables. Like a success, like a out. like a successful normal. You know, like somebody who's who's good and talented and like big. Who it's do you, an improv show. You just tell them it's an improv show. It is just an improv show. Who who do you think is the the biggest? celebrity like biggest person who would fit in real well to guppy i'm interviewing mark proch in a couple oh, of weeks i bet he'd do well that would be great that'd be yeah. really fun i'll pitch his publicist yeah <laughs> just like, listen this is gonna do gangbusters for mark's career yeah uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, we are we're only going to you. refer to him yeah. as yeah as the squat cobbler just yeah. fyi <laughs> just so you know squat cobbler has a well, open invitation to everything to guppy what's everything to guppy well and then you just go into it. Yeah. It's very funny to me that both Mark Proch and Tim Baltz are both deep in the DNA of uh, Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. 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 Tim Baltz is the guy who had the, the toilet uh, that says, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fill me up. Yeah, yeah. The toilet buddy, I believe. I love the toilet buddy so much. Yeah, don't get me wrong. You're going to make tons of money. But, you know, uh, that is very fun. Oh, boy. Uh, we're talking about oh, rotting boy, tomato. comedy TV, famous people, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomato. We're talking about Rotten Tomato. Uh, this is good. This is very good. It's very uh, interesting. So what this, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, what this does is uh, gives you a chance to fire a tear that is a tomato uh, that will mark enemies. Mark is a status effect that is new to repentance, mm-hmm. and it's brutal. This is the only thing uh, that does it, I think. I think you are probably right. Yeah. Uh, Mark basically makes enemies treat the marked enemy as though it were you. Yes. Uh, so they will shoot at it and uh, try to hit and hurt it. It is like good charm in that instead of charming the enemy that gets inflicted, you basically charm everyone else in the yeah. room. And if they're closer to you, they'll still take a shot at you. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they're not passionate about it. They don't put their back into it. Um, but they will shoot at each other and hurt each other. And if you like toss this on Hush, yeah. oops. Yeah, and he pukes out a bunch of guys. You know, they're all going to fuck him up. They're all going to be mad at him and not you. Yeah, that's great. It, it's uh, deceptively good. Like it doesn't initially, it feels like it plays in that charm space. It's hard to overestimate how much better it is than just a charm tier. Um, just by by means of affecting the surrounding enemy, not just the enemy. Uh, a charm tier, yeah. like, that might get de-aggro an enemy on you, you know? But this actually will make the enemy that you hit with it more likely to die, which is your goal when shooting an enemy. Like, But also, it will also massively reduce the number of shots coming towards you. Yes. Yeah, so it is offensive and defensive, but it's not as, you know, haphazard flippity-flop as a charm is. So... So yeah, it's it's really good. Strong recommend. Like all the items this week, it's a uh, it's just in repentance. So it's wild what happens to Isaac's no, no mouth when he eats required. this. Well, it just gets all red. Wait, it's like also he ate huge. a big rotten tomato. Yeah, it's real big. Like he, it's like it deforms his face. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. let's also point out that this is some of the best item art in the entire game. Oh, it's great. It looks like a very sad that tomato. A very cute, very sad tomato. Yeah, dead dead and dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, very, very good. Uh, did you know, trivia, it's likely this is a reference to the act of throwing rotten tomatoes at a bad performance. I thought it was a reference to my favorite way to know whether a TV show or film are good, is good or not. Oh, is that helicopter coming I, I, through the uh, microphone? It is not, Gary. A terrifying visual. The, uh, it is now. Uh, I can see it on my waveform. There's, there's a, I live by a hospital now, so every once in a while, like the Meta Chopper 5 has to do an emergency landing by my house. That's very exciting, Gary. Should we go? We should definitely get you out to do some man on the street shit. I, you know what? I think that Guppy should move to a man on the street show. Guppy on the street. Guppy on the street. Guppy on the Guppy on a cardboard street. Guppy on the street. Um, yeah, we will just interview random people. Like if we think that we can't sell this show on open mic Eagle, I bet you we can sell it on my neighbor, Sarah. Or, uh, Gary, let's, let's try that right now. I'll be a man on the street and you okay. interview me. Okay. Uh, and also I have you with me and thus. So I'm going to be both uh, of us. I'm going to be Gary mm, and Will. Oh, okay. You're okay. As long as I only have to be the man. Yeah. On you the only street. have to be the man on the street, but I get to be both of us because we do it as a team. I'd have your back. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I've, I've now walked up to you. That's the blocking. And I'm kind of standing in your way a little bit. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that covers every item, trinket, character, and boss in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield. With me as always is Will Hughes. And with me as always, and then I put the microphone in your face. Uh, Puggy. Hello. Oh, hey. Uh, hey, Puggy. How's it going? I, I'm having kind of a rough day, actually. Uh, yeah? You haven't seen an inhaler anywhere. You? I've got one right here. Okay. Uh, is it albuterol? Uh, let me. There's albuterol in there. Okay, I'm very allergic to albuterol, so oh. thank you, but but no, thank you. I've got to find mine, or else Will my here. Mom is going to uh, just... Try one of mine. Okay, you're very aggressive, and you're sweat. You've sweated a quite. I'm a also bit big. My... Here, I've take several handfuls a... of inhalers from me. Okay. Oh, there, big guy. Okay. One of these will work. Yeah. Is this is this a prank show? No, no, it's a pie. Uh, have you ever heard of the video game The Binding of Isaac? I have not. Is it? Uh, do you play it on a TI eighty three or a TI eighty four? I you know I bet you they ported it to one of those. Somebody's probably done. Those it. are the two. Those are the two consoles that I own for gaming. Okay. Uh, you probably haven't heard of it, but there's not that much to catch up on. Uh, do you listen to podcasts? Uh, I only listen to business podcasts, but not American business podcasts. What what uh, country's origin of business? I like a lot of African countries. Okay. What what draws you to that business? Yeah, what draws you to that business world? Oh, my God. Your energy is very hostile. Uh, yeah, he's, he's my, having I, a I, I like... time. Uh, don't worry about him. Okay, he seems like he might be going through. He, he he seems happy, but in a way that is uh, haunted by the specter of death. He has been aware of death for a long time. Have you had any experiences okay. with death, Puggy? Uh, well, the last time I had an asthma attack, my mom said I was real 50-50. So, Ooh. yeah, kind of. Have you ever seen Jacob's Ladder? Have you ever thought that maybe you didn't survive 
and that everything since then has been a surreal nightmare. Are you referring to the Tim Robbins movie or to the actual electrical apparatus? Or the wooden toy that does that. But I was referring to the Tim Robbins movie. Okay, no, I've never seen a Tim Robbins film. You've never seen a Tim Robbins film? I If if I have, I wasn't aware of Tim Robbins' presence in it. If, that, he's, if he's hiding behind something, then I can't speak to that. But It's a brutal review. There's probably. no way. What? It's a brutal review. Like, if he was in it, you didn't even notice. Uh, I, I didn't mean to be rude to Mr. Robbins. He seems like a pleasant enough fellow. But no. I, uh, no, I have never seen, to the best of my knowledge... Okay. Uh, I I could swear on a on a you know some sort of book if you wanted, but All right. well I've got here a transcript of our podcast if you'd like to swear on that and read it real quick to catch up so you can be prepared oh, for the sure. uh, the podcast. Yeah. Oh, is this, does this cover every episode? Yeah, actually, uh, it's there's a bunch of blank pages in the back for when we finish, but it's okay. Yeah, it's everything so far. Can I keep this? Uh no, we're gonna we did. It's the only copy. That okay. we have. Uh, I, I, I will warn you that I, I, while I read at a ninth grade level, it's a very slow ninth grader. Okay. Um, that's fine. I got, we got time. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Will, how, uh, you, you guys talk you... about your penises a lot, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. How's, uh, how's your dick, uh, doing there, Will? It's great. Okay. Uh, I'm doing all right. See, is he, is he... Is he doing like a John Lovitz thing? No, he's just big. Uh, he's just kind of a big guy. Yeah, he's just a big guy, and I didn't know what other voice to, the to his God didn't know what other voice to give him. His God didn't know what other voice to give. That's yeah. a deep philosophical statement. If I've yeah. never heard one. It's it's the title of his biography. Okay. No. What's the title of your biography? Huh? Uh, Will's friend. That's sad, man. It is sad. Uh, I mean, it's it's mostly happy until what, uh, a very specific day, and then after okay. that, just the specter of death. Sure. If I had a biography, it'd probably be called "Mind the Cough: The Puggy Story." Yeah, you have been coughing near us a lot, and it is COVID times. Uh, it's just asthma. It's not COVID. Uh, it's asthma. How do you know? I don't. Can I test you real quick? But I've got both. I've got my fingers crossed. Uh, well, it's hard yeah, to read. Can, me, you, but let me uh, give me your nose. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people when they say that uh, they're doing like a little trick or something. Oh yeah, I'm not. I don't play those kind of games. I uh, okay. Not when it comes you to COVID. Like a straight shooter. Yeah, when it comes to COVID, I'm dead serious. I had it. It was awful. Uh, oh, right. I think you just poked my brain. Oh yeah. What if I went a little deeper? Uh, a little deeper. You like that? Do you like that, Puggy? <laughs> yeah, do you like that? Yeah, do you like that? Check his wallet. And scene. Yeah. And that is how this podcast becomes profitable. Yeah. Through mugging. <laughs> Through mugging. Uh, nerd character mug number puggy. four. Muggy. Yeah. <laughs> mugging Puggy. Yeah, mugging Puggies. What did you say, Gary? Uh, something mean. Um, <laughs> character, some character number four. Yeah, I was, I was just Puggy seems like he's got a lot of nerd uh, archetype in him, you know. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It definitely seemed like you were giving him a fair shot, a lot of chances to to really get his reality out there. So. I tried. I I'm not a trained mm-hmm. improviser. What what? Just Couldn't a, tell. As Never would have come across. As a as just for my curiosity, 
what is the sure. what is the one sentence deeper inner person hood that I missed for the pug stuff? Uh, I don't know. We we might have found it, but we didn't. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Gary, uh, <laughs> we feel what should bad. people do if they like this I apologize. What? I, no, he's, no, What's I wrong? No, it's okay. Don't worry. Puggy will be on the next episode, too. Okay. We'll have another chance. I, I, as long as I have another chance, I'm okay. Uh, I'm real high on Puggy lately. I came up with Puggy during a stream, and I haven't been able to stop doing Puggy. I love Puggy deeply. I I was mistaken about Puggy when I first heard Puggy. There was, uh-huh. a, there was a, an infamous... But now movie. you think it's good. I was also okay with... I was okay with Puggy then as well. I just have not gotten to know Puggy because I don't watch your streams. I only heard one clip thing about an asthma inhaler. So I am. Yeah, I mean, Puggy. a lot of the things Puggy says are about his asthma inhaler because he needs it to breathe. But it is one of it is in many ways the main character. The asthma inhaler is also a character. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm just glad I have another chance. I did not mean to no sell you on Puggy so bad. No, it's I, great. You know, it's my fault for bringing Puggy in when you were already doing your man on the street premise. It's I, I was not I expecting. Think, Puggy. I think in a, uh, I, yeah, I think in a perfect world, I should have played a straight man. And then as opposed to an incredibly wacky and hilarious character like Puggy yes. and let you be funny. Uh, and that instead of the both of us trying to be funny in slightly opposite directions. Yes. And both of us failing at it completely. Uh, just mm, yeah. Half that's true. Probably. <laughs> the, the, um, uh, Patreon.com slash Doug TV. I think, I think Puggy's rich enough that he, he rose above. <laughs> I know you do, but <laughs> the, uh, yeah. I just, I can't wait to see these hidden depths of Puggy. Like, see, now I feel like now I feel like you're invested in seeing Puggy fail. I'm invested in seeing something too Puggy. <laughs> like, I'm invested in seeing anything about I'm invested in seeing Puggy do a thing. Like, I feel like your Puggy skepticism is going to color the next Puggy segment. No, I am genuinely feel bad. I will try to be nice. <laughs> No, you don't need to feel bad, Gary. It's just, I do feel like you're a little puggy agnostic. You have an amazing way of telling me I don't need to feel bad in a way that makes me feel worse. (laughs) (laughs) And that means that for those of you keeping track, I'm the one who won this episode. You did win this episode. I definitely lost this episode. Uh, Boy. Um Patreon.com slash Feed TV. Yeah. Uh, and then ratings reviews on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict. Uh, like this one from uh, Scratch My Toe. An excellent show where a divorced couple goes over their assets <laughs> line by line and decides who gets what burdens. The recent saga of Wooden Gary suggests this will be one messy story. Ah, oh, a beautiful a review. review. It's very, very good. good. That was very good. Uh, good night and good night, Puggy. Good, good night. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the Binding of Isaac podcast that talks about every trinket, 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 and trinket in the Binding of Isaac series of video games. My name is Gary Butterfield, and with me as always is Matt Berry's less talented younger brother, Will Hughes. Hey, buddy, if your word, your lips to God's ears, huh? Let's, yeah, let's no. get that. Let's get me retconned into being Matt Berry's brother. It's going to take some DNA splicing, but we can it do it. It mean we had the same father. <laughs> Yay. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> See, if this had been mine, it would have been a Chuck Berry reference. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I was. Uh, it was just the first berry that popped up on my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of both the berry and because of his song "My Dingaling." He does have that "My Dingaling" song, which is a minor miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like somebody's making it up. Like I, I finding the original recording of that was real revelatory to me. Because I Gary, thought it was a it's joke. A, it's tra- mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a comedy song. Yeah, of of a of a sort. Yeah, it's an attempted comedy song. Yeah. Uh, it's trinket uh, it's, time. Uh, it's trinket day. Yeah, trinket day. Trinket time. Trinket time. Trinkets in the city. Sunday, Monday. Trinket. Days. Tuesday, Wednesday. Trinket. Days. Thursday, Friday. Trinket. Days. Hey, this is fine. This is Dingleberry. It's fine. Yeah, uh, I like having a dip. Uh, this is this is a little turd that you pick up. It's a trinket, and when you have it uh, spawn, you know, after you clear a room, you get a dip. These are the tiny little turds. That are friendly, uh, that you get with Dirty Mind. They are better than they initially seem if you get them at mass. Uh, if you get a lot of them, because they will block a lot of shots and stuff. Although that's pretty hard to do when you're getting one per room. Yep. It is. This, I would say, is probably not one third of an item. This is like yeah. one fourth of an item or one fifth of an item. It's not quite powerful, but it's not subtractive and it's you know technically good. Also, and this also does the dirty mind thing where any dips you encounter uh, during the regular course of events will also turn into friendly dips. Yes, which can be really good if you get it early when there are still dips. Yeah, and all you have to do to unlock this, it's pretty simple, is you just <laughs> need to kill uh, Isaac Blue Baby, Satan and the Lamb as Tainted Blue Baby. Yes, uh, arguably, you know, one of the harder characters to play. Tainted Blue yeah. Baby is really cool, but he's very difficult uh, to play as. Complicated and difficult character that you have to beat all the hardest bosses with. Yeah. Um, or some of the hardest bosses with. Yeah. Uh, I didn't notice that bit. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, no, it's just very simple. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so not so bad. Uh, famously, we've had a disagreement on the show before about real life dingleberries, where I maintain that I run a clean ship, and you're like, no way. Do you okay. remember that argument? I, I don't recall this. I don't recall this because uh, I block out traumatic memories. Mm-hmm. But uh, it certainly sounds like something we would argue about. Uh, I. You know what? There's hair down there, and sometimes that hair catches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas I, uh, if I have to rub myself raw to make sure, no, no shit remains on my butthole when I get up. Uh, yeah, out, 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 damn spot, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very every time it's a Macbeth in my butthole. Every time it's a Macbeth in my butthole. Macbeth in my butthole. Mm. Every time it's Macbeth Burnham in my Wood butthole. Burnham would to Dunson anus. <laughs> the, um, Gary, that's the smartest. Yeah, that's a different. No, you Hamlet. switched to Hamlet. Gary, Burnham Wood to Dunsinanus is the best dumb fucking smart joke I've ever told. It's like. real good. That's very good. Uh, well done. The, uh, well, uh, yeah, no, I, I get, you know, again, there's hair there. Sometimes the hair catches and yeah. sometimes later you're, you know, just checking around down sure. there. Rummaging. Like, oh, hey, you yeah. rub it. Just doing a rummage. Yeah. Just doing a, a non-masturbatory self-soothe, and yeah. you're like, huh. Huh. Surprise. We'll poop you right there. We'll poop yeah. you right there. Yeah. Then then what is your next uh, action? Sniff my fingers. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> like... You asked, man. I know. I just, <laughs> it's not what I was looking for. <laughs> what were you looking for? Acceptable answers include washing your hands. 
I, the, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. My office is upstairs. It's a narrow staircase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep anting the facts. Like buzzering that life decision. Okay, Gary, I talked a lot about wanting to do a documentary about you. I think for parody's sake, we need to have you also doing a documentary about me. It'll be a one person who wants to become a magician and one person who there's nothing their body makes. They do, they don't want to smell or eat. It just uh oh, like, I had all the I had a big chunk of skin peel off my foot last night, I think because I was in the, the pool. Sure, that'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Get get some get some foot snacks going on. I don't think so. It oh, okay. sounds like something I do. That yeah, like that's, do. that's not. Will doesn't eat his own skin. It's just skin, though, right? Eat it off chicken. You know, you got me there. That was the thing that, like, that you finally convinced me, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man, Gary, I don't want to be me anymore. Can I be puggy? Yeah, you can be puggy. I'm sorry for being. We got mean in the back half of this week's episode to each other, and no, I'm Gary. I'm feeling great. Okay, good. I'm I just want to make sure. I I felt legitimately bad for not doing a good job with Puggy. I wasn't trying. No, to dude. Feel bad I'm about no. Puggy. You. I, I think I accurately diagnosed the actual problem, which is that you had a comic premise and I jammed Puggy into it. So you were kind of taking the ball to be funny. I and... yeah. I, I just didn't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the best at that kind of thing. Uh, Gary, you know. you're great. You're a great improviser. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but I'm, I want to learn more about Puggy. It's my, it's okay. a, another chance. Uh, bring him out. Gary, would you like to, would you like to be Puggy for this, this sequence? I don't think I can do the Puggy voice. That's a, a brand of voice I've never been real good at. Try it. I just want to hear you try it for a second. Uh, I gotta get my inhaler. Um. Okay. No. Yes. All right. You tried. Good to try. Good to try. <laughs> I don't, good to try. I don't know how, I don't know what you do with your muscles and face and skin to make it happen. Yeah. I don't know either. It, he just kind of showed up one day. Yeah. Hi, I'm I'm Peggy. Hello, I'm 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 Peggy. You you sound a little bit. I lose it sometimes. You sound like Fran from Final Fantasy Twelve. You fucking you fucking killed Puggy, man. (laughs) No, no, no. Yeah, I can't do the voice anymore. You did the voice, and now when I hear it, all I can hear is your voice. Puggy Puggy died. No, no, rip. Hi, I'm Puggy. Hello, I'm talking. God See, damn it, you, Motherfield. You, you're you closer. fucking murderer. You were closer that time. You had to put in a little valley girl. That's the trick. It's yeah, like, but there's it's, it, it's there's a little bit of lumpy space princess in there. But Gary, I can't just try to find the voice on air. That's going to be death. <laughs> Does that make that it would be like, like if every episode do? of Fu- like yeah, that's like if every episode of Futurama started with two minutes of Billy West going, <laughs> almost got it, almost got it. <laughs> Uh, uh, that'd be great. <laughs> um, that would actually be pretty. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. funny. John DiMaggio. This is like you always want to. That's why you like watching the magician or musicians tune their instruments before uh, sure. before musical. You know, John DiMaggio desperately spinning up uh, into uh, his uh, voice. Uh, well, you see, you gotta. Uh, uh, oh, that's Macho Man Randy that, Savage. That, damn it, that's uh, yeah. Oh, I was, I was trying to do uh, Smiling Jack, but. Okay. You're a Malkavian? Yeah, not super good. Uh, I used to be able to do more voices when I was younger. Now that I'm older, yeah, everything is New York get... or like, you know, cowboy. And I, hey there, hey yeah, just don't got very many voices anymore. You know? Used to. Uh, I'm Puggy. Hello, I'm Puggy. Puggy. No. Mother. 
I am <laughs> I'm so sorry I killed Puggy. <laughs> uh, I hope the Guppy Army doesn't uh, come and fucking flay me for this, like the the or the the plumber, the streaming army. Because oh they love God, Puggy. Gary, I'd like to form. They two of them do, which means a quarter of them do. <laughs> it's a sizable block. It's Gary. I'm really sorry that they invaded your stream. No, uh, it, it's day. it's fine. I, I was I got to watch the Puggy thing. The thing I was referring to last time was that uh, I couldn't tell that it was you because streaming breaks my brain in fucking half. And also because Puggy is a rich and original voice that I really loved doing once upon a time. Well, and that your friend, who is being the straight man in that scenario, was not saying very much. Yeah, so I think he was talking quite a bit, but you weren't listening. I well, I was trying to fucking stream. (laughs) I know you're trying to play monster. Yeah, I was trying to play Monster Train, which is not a dumb enough game for me to split my attention like that. Uh, And then my friend's name is who I've mentioned to you once. John. John, okay, good. John Tethias or Tethias or something like that is on Twitter. He's like at Tethias. That's really close, man. Don't get mad at me for that. It's pretty close, right? If I didn't know it, I would probably not guess. Yeah, Thilasis or something like that. Like it's John at Thilasis. That's my friend John Hutchison at Tethalis on Twitter. That was so close. Yeah, yeah. I I'm proud of that poll. Yeah, no, you get points, man. Thank you. Have I met John? No. Okay. Well, then I'm doubly proud of myself. Yeah. Um, and I'm doubly blessed because we were barely 17 and we were barely dressed. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. I, uh, hey, that was a, a meatloaf reference. I'm only a couple episodes away from being able to read your What We Do in the Shadows reviews, almost to season four. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm very excited because uh, this is the first time you've uh, recapped a show that I like like to watch. Yeah, I mean, I only recapped the two shows. Well, I, I guess I did Good Omens. You could watch Good Omens. I could. I just didn't. You know? Yeah. Um, I can't remember if that's... Uh, if I, if I, There's one of them. There's a, a Neil Gaiman adaptation. American Gods is the other one. And yeah. and one of them Liv really likes, and one of them she doesn't. I can't remember which one is which, though. Because okay. Neil Gaiman runs together in my head. I think he's okay. Sandman. It's been hard. I can't get excited about Sandman. I don't know. Yeah, uh, same. Yeah, I like the the comics, but no, I don't uh, don't want to watch stuff. <laughs> I just wanna, I'm yeah. pu- I'm Puggy. I'm Puggy. Hey, I'm back. It's me. It's Puggy. Hello. Hi, Puggy. Hi. It's good hey, to meet you. Hey, I, I Puggy lives. Hey, I can tell <laughs> from your shirt. I found my I found my inhaler for a minute, and uh, yeah. I got a hit of it. And then, wouldn't you know it, a bird came down and just took it right out of my hands. Oh, can we? Uh, can I help you find it? I mean, you can try, but the birds are—they—they've got their eyes out for me at this. Yeah. Point. What is uh, what is the origin uh, of your relationship with the birds? Like, why do they want to try to get you? I—I I have no idea. I'm a fan of our fine feathered friends, but every single time they see my inhaler, swoop, take, fly away uh, into the nest, and the baby birds don't even like the inhaler. That's how I get it back. Sometimes is the baby birds are like, "Fuck this shit." Sorry, pardon my French. It, I was gonna say that's. It's awfully. Uh, I was. Do- I was. I got lost in the character of the foul-mouthed baby bird. I yeah. Apologize. I. I was going to ask you to consider that maybe the birds needed the the inhaler. Uh, uh, if if the birds needed the inhaler for their babies, I would accept my own death in in the understanding that it would help a baby bird to live. But the baby birds seem to to hate it. It's just spite. 
maybe the baby birds I are giving it back to you and the mama birds are taking them. So you've got half allies and half enemies in the bird house of birds. That's very comforting to me yeah. to think that the next generation of bird is pro puggy mm-hmm. is that's that's going to keep me up at night, but in a happy way. The li- the light of progress arcs slowly. My mom says I'm a my mom says I'm a pessimist. Yeah. How how old are you, by the way? It's really hard to tell uh, based on I'm your haircut. T- yeah, uh, it's a bowl cup cut, but not a, not like a nice bowl. Yeah, it looks like a homemade bowl cut, like maybe yeah. something from behind the pottery section at the university. Yeah, my my uncle my uncle made it in his kiln. Okay, I'm twelve. Cool. Okay, hey, it's it's a uh, it's you should definitely not be using that language for the birds then. At twelve. Okay, I, it's just it just it seems right for their characters i want i've read a lot of improv books so i just you have to i'm trying to play at the top of my intelligence yeah that's smart that's smart what do you like uh, close says sometimes the birds gotta say uh gotta do a little tweet sometimes the birds do have to do a little tweet that's pretty good buggy that's what they'll that's what they'll close that and also trying to help her and who actually wrote most of the book yeah yeah you you are very knowledgeable about the insider drama of uh, improv I've, I've what do you read, think about the upright citizens brigade theater uh i think they should pay their performers probably but their book the ask the their book uh but cat? good at but cat thank you that was a test yeah very well sorry done, i'm really trying i'm really trying to deep blue myself i've read uh keith johnstone's impro I've read uh, Nick Napier's Annoyance book. Uh, I've read the Will Hines book. I love it. I've never done improv, but I love to read the books. Yeah. You know, you can. They have children's improv wow. theaters. Uh, I'm sure somebody's done that. They, they've got my picture up on the, the wall. But you've never done it? They just have your picture up on the wall? Yeah, on the do not allow list. Oh, my got mom you. Made some call- my mom said some, made some calls. Oh, she didn't want you to, to have them. Do you, do you get she along has with some, your mom? She has some. I love my mom. She's like the best. Do you, do you, we're safe here. Do you really love your mom or is she kind of overbearing? Yes. Yes. I love my mom. Okay. And yes, she's overbearing. She's, okay. she has some strong ideas about what's best for Puggy. And okay. they don't always line up with my ideas, but she's bigger and smarter than me. You know what? The, are you familiar with uh, American legend Ed Gein, Puggy? I'm, I'm not. Can I ask you a counter question? Sure. Are you familiar with Seto Kaiba from Yu-Gi-Oh? No, no. I, they might okay. be similar as far as I know. Seems like we have a lot to teach each other. We do. I will go first. Uh, he was somebody who also had a similar relationship with his mother, and it didn't go okay. good places. Uh, well, I mean, who's to say what a good place is? Uh, like, mm. some people would say that the McDonald's play place is not a good place, but I have a good time. It's a, that's a great place. Uh, it's the kind of place I, that I try not. I'm not allowed to get into the ball pit, so sure. it's a real floor is larva situation. Yeah, the floor is larva. Uh, I I just I think I would recommend. Do you use Google? Do you go online? Uh, I Bing. You Bing. I recommend you. I'm allowed one Bing a day, and I have to be very careful about what I spend it on. I hope you blow your Bing load, not to be blue, on Ed Gein and his relationship with his mother, because I would hate okay, to see what? you follow in the footsteps. What's what's the what's the Bing keyword blast I should be using? That's the official terminology. Keen. And if you end what? up at the musical, you've you're okay. in the wrong spot. All right. Uh we have uh Net Nanny okay. and 
net governeth, so it can be pretty tight to get a lot of search results through the bin. But yeah, I'll try. Yeah, give give it a shot. I just don't want you to end up, you know, having a you know a relationship with a mother is a complicated thing. I know that. I just don't want it. For I don't a while, want we had net grandpa on there too, but that was too restrictive. Oh, did oh I thought something maybe happened to net grandpa. Like what? Well, at a certain age, grandparents tend to go what? away. You know where? Where? Uh, like a farm upstate. I can't go to a farm. I'm extremely, extremely allergic to pig dander. Yeah, well, and the the pollen would kill you on the spot, so you can't visit them. That's why you can't visit your grandparents once they go to the farm or pets or what have you. Okay, it feels like you're making a big swing to tell me why I can't go to my grandpa's farm. But that's, I'm not saying anything you said was inaccurate. It was in fact exactly spot on. It was just it felt presumptuous. I'm just I'm just looking out for you, Puggy. You are your baby, what and is, I would like you to be you, taken care of. Excuse me, I'm a tween American. Well, I'm not saying a baby. It's it's an internet thing. If you got more than oh. one Bing a day, you'd understand what I meant. Oh, if I got more than one Bing a day, I think my my poor little brain would pop. Yeah, well, someday you'd have to ask Jeeves what to do with that. Do you, Do you think that uh, when you turn 18, you'll get an extra Bing? I try not to be presumptuous about the future that may never come. <laughs> That's very mature of you. Was there a specific day that that drove that to you? Did you did you used to be more presumptuous and hopeful about the future, and then something came to yeah, cast a pall over it? I used, yeah, I used to think a lot about uh, you know going to a baseball game with my dad. Sure. Yeah. Then what happened? He got cancer and died. Why do you? Cool. Yeah. Cool conversation. Well, man. went to a oh, farm. Well, my boss is. No, he died. He he very much died. My boss is here. Okay. Well, well I'll give you a ride. Uh, <laughs> that's that's breaking a lot of different protocols that I've established <laughs> with my mother. I'm going to just get on the bus. Hey, hey, Rita, can I just get on the bus, please? I don't have my fare. Oh. But uh, stranger danger. Stranger danger. <laughs> hey, take care of him, Rita. Take him to the place. Wait, you know Rita? You oh, know yeah. Rita? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Rita. Gary, uh, I guess you were right, and Puggy's not funny. No, I love Puggy. Mm, but I think we can all agree, <laughs> listening back to the last 10 minutes of content, that Puggy's not funny. <laughs> it's a fun voice to do, and it's kind of fun to play like a sad, weird little kid, but it's not funny. I, uh, I'm i not saying this to elicit sympathy or for you to contradict me. Sure. I think, and this this is 100% just true. Again, I feel neither pride nor shame. I just think about what it is. Uh, uh-huh. that I am not the best at leading garden paths for improv I, character things. I don't think that's true, Gary. I think you were doing a great job. I think the problem is that Puggy's not funny, and I'm not funny, and I should go throw myself off the bridge. <laughs> no. Don't go to the farm <laughs> estate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why would you taint a bridge with a ghost? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to die to die. Ah, Cole, uh, welcome back. Well, don't kill yourself. My friend owns that house. Welcome back, Cole. Cole, <laughs> shiver me blowholes. <laughs> welcome back to hey, the pub. welcome to the Whale Shamrock. Ah, yes, welcome back to the Whale Shamrock. Have a drink I've on me, s- Spouty. Hey. Spouty the Whale. It's, it's me. me I eat it, I eat it. Have two fingers of Glenfiddich. It's actually Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Which, it's a secret between me and the waitresses. Mm-hmm. 23 flavors. <laughs> One of which might be rum. Uh, I love that the bar is, it's just named after the shamrock that a whale had. 
Yeah, a whale, whale just got a shamrock. Yeah, the whale is in play in my mind, but it doesn't have to be. It just... <laughs> <laughs> the whale, the possessiveness of the whale yes. is very important to me. Incredibly important. The whale and shamrock instantly ruins it. Because that just sounds like Gary, a taffy shop on in fucking Oceanside. Yeah. Gary, if people enjoyed the non-puggy portions of today's episode, <laughs> what should they yeah. do? Yeah. Uh, Go down to patreon.com uh, slash duckfeedtv.com.load and uh, slash duckfeedtv and give us some dollars. I can keep seeing magic shows. Is there, is there a dot com? I I don't know if it redirects or not. Okay. Uh, the uh, remind me to tell you something about that when we're off air. Sure, of course. Uh, you can also leave uh, a ring review on Apple Podcast or Podcast Addict. Like this one from True Hoax, five star review just says, "Would one of you be my new dad?" Ooh. I I I gotta find a dad before I can be someone else's dad. I yeah, the order that's reversed. true, Gary. Lots of people don't do that. I just, I think that I need to take, you know, you put on your own air mask first. Like, I, th- I think Gary, my parents it's just, But you could fill the hole in your heart by shoving a kid in there. Mm. And then you'd be fixed. And the kid would be fine, probably. <laughs> you might be half right. I, the, uh, uh-huh. yeah. the, the, the dink life. Dink life. Dink, dink, dink. Gary, I had a good time recording with you this week. Yeah, I just I want to too. say that. I know we had some fraught moments along the way. We had some character work that might have been sub to sub sub subpar. The, the uh, I might have briefly uh, floated uh, suicidal ideation, but I had a good time. I also had a good time. Yeah. Uh, and this and has been the everything to guppy aftercare segment, aftercare which we normally <laughs> reserve until after we stop recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm extra sensitive after that magician yeah. yelled at me and the kids. You <laughs> yelled at the children in the audience, including my feelings. Yes, I I felt yelled at as well. My see, I can't be so I can't be a listener's dad. A magician yeah. yelled at a kid that I couldn't see, and I took it personally. <laughs> like, I'm not prepared for this responsibility. Ah, Gary, you've convinced me. Yeah. I'll call Planned Parenthood. <laughs> Good night. Good night.